the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Sean Azaro, and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life. Yes, you are. You are listening to Reaching for Real Life with Pastor Sean Azaro, Baron Wiley here. So glad to have Sean Azaro back in the United States of America after, a, I imagine, just a, an incredible experience you just had in India, Texas. That's <laughs> it was not, not India, <laughs> oh. Texas, although they have fabulous barbecue, <laughs> I'm told. Uh, no, no, India, as in Southeast oh, Asia. Wow. So it was uh, an awesome, awesome time. Well, welcome home. We're so glad Thanks. to have you back. And Thanks. again, we've got so much to talk about and so much to unpack, but we missed you while you were gone. I want to fade this out, Pastor Sean, because we want to get to it. This is beautiful. No, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Where is this music at? This is not. This is this was live. This is off. Of, this is off my iPhone. I videoed a part of a session. It was just a, a group of leaders that I spoke to, and they had worship. Worship was one of the awesome things throughout this whole trip, mm. and they used the traditional instruments along with guitars and things like that. But this this is traditional. And it's the way these folks worship in this great movement, which we're going to tell you about in just a little bit. No, I want to talk about it right now. This, this guy's playing a very nice guitar, by the way. I don't know if you noticed what this was. Oh, yeah. Of course I do. <laughs> of course you do. No, that particular one he's playing is an Epiphone. Yeah. And it was given to him by my son, Ryan. Oh, Wow! When Ryan was there last time, one of the things I've done before is you, if you don't want to bring one of your good guitars, you go buy a mission strip guitar. And, you know, you try to buy something decent that you want to play, but you also have the intention of if the Lord opens up, you know, the opportunity and shows you a musician who you want to bless, when yeah. you're done with the trip, you give him the guitar. What that a was from thing. gift from my son, Ryan. So you know exactly what that is. That's yep. amazing. And so you got to have this experience with your wife, your son, your daughter-in-law, and again, I, you can't even put into words. We've we got to talk about all this, but I'm having a hard time just yeah. imagining what you just went through. No, it, it's, it was an incredible experience. My first time in India. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori and I have traveled a lot with missions work and done different places. And, you know, a lot of people, one of the things they prepared us for, they said, well, India is totally different. You're going to be, it's shocking and difficult at first, but get through that because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We didn't find that shocking and difficult because we've been to places like the Philippines. We've uh. been down obviously into multiple different locations in Mexico and Central America and Eastern Europe. So we've seen kind of the mix of deep poverty mm-hmm. and, you know, incredible beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's really, you see both of those obviously in India. Uh, India's just, you know, it's it's massive, mm-hmm. you know. You're talking about a billion people. It's it's an incredible place, right? Uh, when you get off the plane, uh, I, I think I asked you your, what you anticipated before you you know step foot into the country. There, what was that first impression of India when you when you stepped into the into this country? Hey, there's an airport. Oh, just like just like <laughs> yeah. That honestly, we were in Mumbai. I didn't know what to expect. Uh-huh. It was a very modern, and this is what you find in India: a lot of really beautiful modern things. Mm-hmm. And you then go out into the city, and you'll see some 
really neat, beautiful areas, and then you'll see some of the just incredible poverty. You know, yeah. one of the things people talk about a lot of Slumdog Millionaire, and because that was a lot of people's experience as far as you, seeing that movie and and seeing India, and there you see all that. Uh-huh. You see all that, but you also see all these beautiful buildings that were built by the British, or all these beautiful Indian buildings, and so it really is this incredible mix. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up any phrases uh, while you were there, Pastor Sean? What is, how do you say thank you in, in the language? That, there's a hundred languages there, I know, in the city, right? I say thank you, and then my translator says it in, in, in Indian. What are you, what are you talking, what are you about? talking about? Well, I would say thank you to this guy who's leading worship with this guitar. I mean, just a beautiful man. And everyone around him is participating. Each one kind of has their own kind of in- instrument. If they're not kind of patting on the little drum or the, the tambourine or whatever, it's corporate worship happening in this in this room. Yeah, no, and it is. And the, again, these are these are le- Christian leaders, uh-huh. part of a great ministry called Din Bandu. We've been supporting them for a number of years. Mike and Jamie McGuire uh-huh. uh, on our staff have been friends with this family who lead this in ministry for years, and they introduced them to us. In fact, their son Caleb came and interned with us for a couple of years. Yeah. He was lived with Mike and Jamie, he and my son became just really good friends. They're both musicians, and so they played music together. Caleb was a part of our worship team. Ended up meeting and marrying one of the girls from our worship team. That's right. And they both now are back in India. Wow. So it's like this isn't just a, a great ministry that we love. These people are family, and we have mm-hmm. lots of connections relationally. It's really a very cool experience. More than just going to visit and doing some missions work, it is, you know, in some ways like a family reunion. But I will tell you, this ministry is a large ministry and it is an incredible ministry. All right, let's talk about that for a second because our American version of ministry is, hey, let's go to church on Sunday and pastor's going to minister to the people with a message there. Are each one of these people in this room where you're worshiping together, all these leaders, do they each have their own, quote, church? Many of them did. Like, obviously, the, the, there's the worship team there you can see on the video, uh-huh. but then there's lots of church leaders okay, or ministry leaders. Dinbandu has multiple churches, and one of their primary expressions is they plant churches, and they plant them in the cities, they plant them in the villages. Uh, we visited a num- we visited like five different churches in our time there, oh. and spoke somewhat in all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, these folks when they say come, we want you to speak, they're not playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not Sunday morning and maybe a Sunday night. It's like oh no, we're going. Yeah, uh, but it's it's not just for them. It's not just church. They really are all about seeing life change. Mm. And, and of course, that's what the church should always be. That's what mm-hmm. we're about. You know, mm-hmm. Our mission statement, more people living real life by passionately following Jesus, mm-hmm. all about life change in real people. Well, these folks take people from these villages, from the cities, and predominantly most of their ministry has been among the poor. And in India, the caste system is so ingrained that this is a, this is a particular caste, the lower class caste of India is where a lot of their ministries from. A lot of their people come from. A lot of their leaders who are now leading ministries are from those lower castes. So really it is a, a, a transformative experience. Um, and so they take people in these villages, they develop these churches, but they're also doing job skills. They're also providing food. Ah. They, through the pandemic, they did a, an incredible amount of feeding because, you know, if you think we had food crisis in our ministry, our Real Life Christian Assistance ramped up. Well, we're the United States of America. Right. You can imagine how much need there was. Mm-hmm. And they were on the front line of just setting up, you know, temporary aid stations in all these different villages and helping just to feed people. Because as supply chains broke down, you know, the poorest of the poor were the first mm-hmm. to feel that. 
They're the ones with no excess, no resource, no savings, you know, no storehouse. Din Bandu was there to, to minister to them and serve them. They do that kind of stuff all the time. Mm. They go into villages, and one of the big things in some of these villages, they have no water. Mm. Well, so they have a very economical way. We've done this with them in multiple villages, help drill a well. Mm-hmm. Drill a well and provide water from the ground, clean, mm-hmm. safe water that is transformative mm-hmm. for a very poor village. Yeah. And so they do all kinds of that kind of work among the poorest of the poor. And that's a beautiful thing. But they're also in the cities. And one of the newer things they're doing, which is really amazing, that video that you saw, again, we're a podcast, so Baron's able to see it. You guys aren't. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, if you hey, were, go on a mission trip. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you're at River City Community Church or you go online and watch our service there from two weeks ago, not this last week. Uh, this last week I was back. But the week before, I sent a, just a brief little deal from India. It opened with this worship team, some of the, the same clip you're hearing here. And you can kind of see. We just showed you a little bit. of. Yeah. The, it's just a few seconds, but you can see these traditional instruments and these guys playing. Well, some of those leaders who are in that circle are part of a movement with the leader, Nitin Sardar, mm-hmm. is the leader of this ministry, founder. Uh, his son is Caleb Sardar, who was with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got multiple other kids who work with the ministry. They're all dear friends, just sweet, sweet family. Nitin and his wife, Ruth, are wonderful people. He grew up in India, is Indian. His wife, Ruth, is from Canada. Mm-hmm. But they lead this ministry, and they are now doing something where they are taking these gurus. That's the... That's the phrase they use for these teachers, these Hindu teachers who have become, who have come to Christ. Wow. They are now equipping them, and they have done a beautiful strategic presentation of the gospel in the comparable fashion to Hindi videos, Hindi teaching videos that you see uh, on YouTube and different things from these, these Hindu teachers, mm-hmm. and they have made one where they kind of start from the framework of a Hindu thinker. But they talk when they talk about the universe and the creation, which Hinduism will talk about. But they talk about the one behind it all, wow. and they present Jesus. Wow. And it is done so masterfully, so beautifully. I was actually obviously inspired. You know, mm-hmm. um, I guess that would challenge and inspired would be mm-hmm. to describe my takeaway from this trip. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like, Lord, how am I using my resources? Because when they're talking to reach the Hindu. They're going for now the Brahmin class. That's the upper echelon, the leaders, the religious leaders. Mm-hmm. That is the highest class in the caste system. Mm-hmm. And there's been virtually no ministry to them. Mm-hmm. Very few Christians among that class of people. And Din Bandu, because of this connection and because of seeing some of these gurus come to Christ and their story and now helping it equip them, Din Bandu is almost in the background, but doing all the production, all the equipping, financing yes. Yes. these videos so that they can put these videos up. And they are Hindu gurus, uh-huh. but they're teaching about the ultimate guru, Jesus Christ. Amen. And it is, it is such a powerful thing. And it's making inroads where there just haven't been before. And that's, again, uh, to technology and YouTube, like you said. I hear the same thing happening in Israel where you, you don't say that you don't mention that man's name, but these kids are watching the I Am Second videos or whatever oh, yeah. on who Jesus really was, and then they end up finding the true Messiah. So the same thing's happening in India. Well, that's what our, our friend Reuven Duran in Israel, that's what he does. Correct. He makes these videos, and they're just these snippets of oh, truth. You didn't say Reuven Duran right. Reuven Duran. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why are you the way you, you are? are. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. that's a whole other story. You need to listen to another podcast yeah. of that. Reuben is just like he's the most interesting man in the world. Amen. All right. But he's our friend in Israel. And yes, he does the exact same strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking people's language, meeting people where they are. It's, it reminds you of the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 17 when he's, you know, his message on Mars Hill. And he's, mm-hmm. he's sharing the gospel to people who aren't Christ followers. It's like the difference between Acts 2, mm-hmm. where while these people aren't necessarily Christ followers, they are religious people, religious Jews, and they understand Messiah. They understand the Old Testament scriptures. Well, in Acts 17, he's not. He's talking to a different group. Mm. And it's that philosophy, that strategy of beginning where people are yes. and then bringing them to the creator of all things and to the redeemer of all things, Jesus Christ. Wow. And so that's what they're doing. And it, I, I got to be a part of previewing and reviewing one of their videos and giving them feedback on one of these videos. And I was just... You got uh, it, huh? I, I was honored and I was blown away. Yeah. Because, and again, it's a different style. It's not something, it, but it looks exactly like the videos that the Hindu teachers put out on YouTube mm-hmm. and things like that. The, the difference is this guru is presenting the one who is behind yeah. all of creation, you know, and it's Jesus Christ. And so... Very, very powerful ministry. Lori was there. Oh, man. How'd she do? Oh, she did great. Really good. Oh, yeah. You know, and Lori, you know, she's, she's, people know Lori. She likes things nice. She likes things done right. But Lori's a gamer. I believe okay, it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you need to know that about her. She's a gamer. She had her face on, huh? Oh, yeah. Game face on. When, when the ponytail goes up. You know, it's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh here we go. Oh, God, we're going to be working. Oh, no. You know, when, when I see the ponytail, I go, oh, God, I try to be scarce. Okay, so, so, so she's, you know, in India, she dove right in, and people loved, loved her. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Lori's so great. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she doesn't like well, You guys kind of stood out a little bit, did you not? Uh, dude, seriously. Uh-huh. Uh, Lori's. Very pretty blonde. Uh, I'm tall, white guy. Pretty. And you're pretty. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That's what you said before, Baron. Lovely. Uh, people, we were out one day. Yeah. Uh, just It was just us. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was when we were, we were in Mumbai. We stayed in Mumbai a day before, a day or two before we headed back. Um, and we just went to the, the big archway of India. Okay. The big gateway of India, it's called. And we're just walking around. A lot of people around. Literally, people start flocking around wanting to take pictures of us. Wow. Pictures. And then, and then people start handing me their babies for pictures. It's like, seriously. <laughs> it's like, are, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Because, again, it's not, it's not very typical. You see just a couple of white folks from America just walking around, mm-hmm. and, they, and they're interested. They're gracious people. Mm. Uh, the Indian people, from what I experience, very open, easy to talk to, you know, if you can, if they speak English or if you have a translator, they're, they're want, they want to help. They're helpful. You fall in love with the place, but you fall in love with the people. Yeah, of course. That's the way it is with, with everyone. Yep. Uh, well, Pastor Sean, you were talking earlier about, well, the, the, you know, the slumdog millionaire and, and that, that whole culture. And a lot of those people are, are genuinely happy because that's just the culture of family that comes with that as it is with, with everyone. Did you experience that? Oh, without a doubt. It it really is, and I just want to take a moment and to give a little plug for missions work. We do missions trips through uh, River City Community mm-hmm. Church, short-term missions. Um, there's great organizations out there that take you on short-term mission trips. You need to do it because it's like a reset. Mm. You need to get out of the consumerism 
and the pace of American life mm. because you know the things at the airport where you kind of walk and it helps you walk faster. It's a big conveyor belt. Thing. I love that thing. Yeah. Lori, Lori walks because again, she's hardcore. She walks, you know, and, and she's intentionally uh-huh. and she, she's judging me a little bit when I'm on that conveyor belt. I feel it. I feel a little judged yeah. when she's walking, the ponytails popping, yeah. you know, and, and I'm the sluggard on the, uh-huh. on the deal. Oh, you're not walking on it. You're hanging out on the thing or are you walking? You no, I walk, but she's doing her, but she's keeping up with me uh-huh. on the just walking the deal. Oh. It, it's like that. You're walking on that, and then you know when you get to the end, you got to yeah. watch so because all of a sudden it stops. Right. That's what it feels like sometimes when you enter into that type of setting. Gotcha. And it feels like, okay, you've been in this whole Western culture, this Western thing, and all of a sudden, zzz, and, and it's not that it's bad. It's not bad. It's like everything, you know, they laugh about India time. They're not uptight about time. Our our host did a great job of having a schedule for us and kind of making the most of our time. They really wanted us because we we've, we've been supporting this group. Nitin comes here every couple of years, so we've become friends and mm-hmm. we talked to him when he's here. But but this was my first time there, and he wanted me to see as much as possible of the ministry as we could. So they they kept us moving, but still, you can just see the whole thing just yeah, and it and you realize oh, all this. Stuff is stripped away, and you see very joyful people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people, though, who by any standard that we would have would be considered very poor, mm-hmm. but yet they manage to have enough to eat. They have a roof over their head, and because of that, they're rich. They have family, and so many people in the churches that we met were like that. Such joy, yeah. such connection. Yeah. It's one of those things where every American, I believe, to help you see what's going on in our world. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that bothers me and why do I go on Twitter? What is the deal? It just makes me angry. But one of the things I, I notice about people, and, and largely a lot of people on the left who make these statements about the world, statements about the, I'm like, you clearly have never traveled. Mm. You have no idea what the real world is like, mm. what real life is like out in the world. Outside your bubble. And yeah, and you get outside your bubble, and it's like so many things start exploding in your mind. It's like, oh, I thought this, but no, that's not true. India is well over a billion people, right? Over a billion and a half people. And you just realize, man, the United States is what, 380 million or something, 400 million? You just go, we're not the center of the universe like we think. We're just not. And, and there's a big world out there, and you just see things that are so much different. And that lets you come home and see your life a little more clearly. I was challenged, and I'm a pastor. I run a ministry that feeds poor people, and we have a church ministry and all the different things that we do here. Um, but I'm sitting there like, man, these guys have a focus that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're thinking about where we're going to go to dinner tonight, where we're going to, you know, and not that they don't do that, but, yeah. but there's just such an intensity of mission. I was challenged by that. And am I making the most of every opportunity for the gospel? Am I using and trying to kind of take the relationships that I, I have and share Jesus every chance I get and, and help people now be involved in the Great Commission and kingdom gospel life. It just is very challenging when you've got more to do than sit around and worry about the Chicago Bears games right. or whatever. <laughs> you know, it just, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. It's a very powerful experience. And I do, I, I encourage you, you can go to reallife.org to find out about our missions opportunities yeah. and our missions experiences. Or maybe you have connections with a missions organization or your church. Just do it. It's just good for you. Good. you know? We started with border trips, Mexico trips. We started with things like that. Start with something simple. Mm-hmm. Inner city. You know, when you do an inner city trip uh, here in the United States, that 
is a cross cultural experience. If you're a, a suburban, you know, mm-hmm. housewife or or you know, just husband from Texas, and you're you go to inner city Detroit, that's a cross cultural experience. Sure, it's anything to get outside of your little world and see the world from someone else's perspective is a powerful experience. Well, again, that's when you can have it right here at River City Community Church. Just go to reallife.org, get connected. We'll see you Sunday, of course, nine thirty or eleven thirty. Uh, but as you mentioned earlier, it's like as we try and decide what do we want to do for dinner. I've got to ask you about the food. The culture experience for you, for Lori, because uh, it wasn't where you want to go. It's like you want Indian food or Indian food, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was no barbecue stand, right? Well, I mean, you know, we kept looking for <laughs> good Italian. <laughs> uh, no, we ate lots of Indian food. I fell in love with it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, spicy? I like had some. We avoided the super hot spicy. I just didn't want to have a problem. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, all the hotels had very good food and our host took us to some great Indian restaurant. So right. it was it was first rate and it was awesome. Right. That being said, yes. <laughs> I wasn't quite as careful as my wife. Now, well, Lori was a little paranoid about uh-huh. she didn't want she doesn't like spicy, so she was very careful and our hosts were very gracious and made sure that that she was accommodated. But uh, I was not quite as careful. Okay. In what I ate, brushing my teeth with the water, you know, you by faith. Well, no, I mean, I've, we, again, I've traveled internationally. I always brush my teeth with water. I don't drink it. Yeah, yeah. I understand there's different parasites, different right. different bacteria and stuff that your stomach's not used to. I get it. I know that. I know, I, I'm experienced at this stuff. Well, <laughs> well. not experienced <laughs> enough because I picked something up. Uh-oh. And that's fun. Okay. No, tr- tr- true story. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, when I realized, oh, dude, I got something going on here. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, God. You know? <laughs> Feeling it. <And> I, <laughs> I, I was supposed to speak that day, and so oh. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I don't, I don't cancel, mm-hmm. right? So I go, and I'm not feeling great, and I tell them, hey, I'm not feeling really good, so I'll probably just do this one session. I was considering doing two sessions. Okay. They were, they wanted me to do two. I'm, I think I'm just gonna do the one. So I get up, start talking. Five minutes, Baron. I swear, no more than five minutes. Oh God. I'm done. <laughs> I'll be right back. It's like the cold sweat on your head. Oh, and it's like no. it's coming. Oh God. And I excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. I'm getting very sick. I'm not gonna make this boom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow, they had to sing and dance for a little bit before you before you came back out and closed. I didn't You're come gone. back out and closed. I'm I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, they take me back. I, I had a good day and a half of cold sweats of oh god i, I what's funny wow. I, and it was just real stomach sickness yeah, yeah. so right. you know i don't want to go into any details there but uh <laughs> but so so that was so, a, I, how do you feel today i'm i'm good i still got a little something going on okay. still still i saw a doctor yesterday and trying to figure out bacterial parasites whatever so they're they're doing all that but it was a true uh deli belly experience <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it the deli, deli belly. belly yeah i get it, it it was a true uh yeah how can we as listeners go sean that's amazing how can we support this specific ministry uh it's called din bandu you can write a check to River City Community Church. We support them regularly, and you can add to that. Dinbandu, it goes through a ministry here in America where they've got set up a deal so that the exchange rates mm-hmm. and everything are done to the best of their ability. But this is a, I can't recommend them highly enough. They are the family that leads it, integrity. I've been to their home. I've been to their offices. I've worked with them, seen them. I've known them for a good six, seven years. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Jamie McGuire have known them for much longer. Um, 
one of the guys from the ministry there in India married a girl from their church that they came from in Hawaii. Mike oh. and Jamie were on staff at a church in Hawaii and visited there. And a, one of the girls ended up getting connected with one of the guys. They're married. Hey. And then, of course, Caleb yeah. married that's why they want you to come. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. One of our guys is eventually going to get a nice Indian girl. Exactly. That's, they're going to pay us back. Not right, bingo. But, but so there's lots of just neat ties. And I'm just saying this is a first-rate ministry. It's just didn't bandu. That means something like care for the poor or love for the poor or compassion for the poor. That's what Dinbandu means. You know, Sardar, Nitin Sardar is his name, and mm-hmm. it's N-I-T-I-N-S-A-R-D-A-R. So you can send that to us, and we will make sure that gets to them. All right, final question, Pastor Sean. Did they tell you, as I think I may have asked you before you left, did they brief you that, hey, Christianity is on the down low? Uh, yes. You have to be very careful because th- there are— a whole lot of people who don't really like Christian missionaries. They don't want Christian missions work. And so, you know, you don't, we, we're not advertising that. So to minister to that top tier is almost very covert and oh yeah, stealth. Yeah. And, and again, you, you know, you're not, they're, they're pretty overt. It's, Jesus is all over it, but they're just, they're not doing it in the traditional way. Mm. And I think that's an important distinction. But yeah, we had to be, we had to be careful and uh, we were. Um, we don't want to create problems for them. For us, it's like, okay, you lose your visa, you got to go home. For them, it could be bigger problems. And they're, they're real. They've experienced persecution. They've had problems with the government and things like that just simply because of their declaration of faith. So it is not open like, like the United States. Next big trip on the horizon, I guess maybe Israel again in the future? Uh, that we are planning one for, the, for like end of January, February uh, 2024. We, are not, we were going to do 23, and we moved to 24 just to give us more time. By the way, if you're interested in that Israel trip, just send an email to Pastor Sean at reallife.org. Say, please put me on the list. I want information about Israel, and we will get you started. Very cool. All right, let's go back to the pulpit. Pastor Sean, we'll see you on Sunday. What's going on? Yep, starting a new series called Called to Lead. Called to Lead, uh, it, I just feel like right now, and being in India just sparked this even more. Mm. We need people to stand up and lead. And it's not just, you might say, well, I'm not a leader. What is there for me in this? No, leadership is influence. Everybody's got influence. Mm. And you have areas where you are called to lead. And so many people are following the culture instead of leading. And so we're going to just talk about leadership from a biblical perspective. This will be something very practical that you can use in your home, you can use your work, you can use your family. And it's all about following Jesus and using the leadership he's given you. You don't want to miss it. That's 9.30, 11.30 this Sunday. Very powerful, Pastor Sean. All right, would you mind closing us in prayer? I love it when you do. Yeah, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be in India. Thank you for that great ministry that we were able to be a part of. I pray your blessing on them. I pray your blessing on all our listeners. And I, and I ask, Lord, that you'd stir them. If they haven't done maybe a, a short-term missions experience, I pray that they would do that and just experience and see things from a broader perspective. And I pray that you would speak through that. We just pray that you would continue to lead and guide us, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.